Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The big headline in the NFL today, a different take on the Jack Del Rio fine. All right, you remember it was just a day ago Jack Del Rio got a lot of hot water for comments he made calling the January 6th insurrection a dust up. It was a very weird comment to make. It didn't wasn't an uninformed it was sounded like an uninformed comment. He doubled down on it and then probably was told by Washington Commanders, dude, we have enough bleep and controversy without you doing this. You say you're sorry. So Jack Del Rio apologized. And today the ramifications came in in a statement Washington head coach Ron Rivera said he met with Jack Del Rio on Friday morning, expressed his disappointment in his comments, and fined him one hundred thousand dollars on this topic. 
$100,000 for what he said. Now, here's where I say it's a little bit different, right? Is that there's certain stories like that I get to with, with Jack Del Rio and Deshaun Watson and, and, and stuff that's just really difficult. I, I like to think I can read the room, and you and I can read the room when it comes to content on shows and say, okay, you know what, yeah, this is a big night to talk about Deshaun Watson. This is a night to talk about Jack Del Rio. And this is a night to say, you know what, it's just sad. And it's just sad, and all it's going to do is make you mad. Because if you think Jack Del Rio went over the line, which, yeah, did he go over the line? Yeah, you're going to be mad that, that so he's walking around saying this. If you think he didn't go over the line, he didn't get his point across, you're going to be mad. And the $100,000 fine isn't going to make anybody happy. Because in the end, the people who are mad at Jack Del Rio are still going to be mad. The people who are going to be mad that he got fined are still going to be mad. There's no win, right? And, and, and sometimes you can't just continue and say, hey, it's a big top. People are talking about it. You know, you, you can only do so much. You know, there's got to be some kind of silver lining to it, and there's just nothing here, right? There's there's times and days that call for hard content, and, hey, this is a big debate. We have to have it X, Y, and Z and go down the road because this is important conversation. And then there's nights that, well, it's a big story, but is is this something that really there's a win for, for you listening? I, I don't know that there is. I don't think that there is, and that's why when we do topics like this, sometimes there's nights where we're hot and heavy on it, and sometimes there's topics, there's nights where, hey, there's other things to talk about. There's more fun things to talk about on the show. It's a better, it's a Friday night, right? And everybody's happy, and the weekend is coming up, and you have to understand the situation. You can't just do the sabermetrics, Tony Larusa. You got to understand the situation <laughs> when you want to make calls like this. Yeah, you know, I, I think back to um, an episode of the Newsroom, right, with Jeff Daniels, which is a great show for about a season, and then Aaron Sorkin just started stealing every plot line from West when he could. And it was it was a Friday night, and they had a climate uh, expert on the show, played by what's-his-name who played Toby in The Office, right? So, 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 so oh, nice. he comes on, and he's a climate control expert, and he comes, and he's really funny because he comes on, and he deadpans, and Jeff Daniels is, asks, okay, so what do you think about the, uh, about the climate, the environment? He goes, oh, it's, it's done. We're, the, the world is done. We're just on a, on a course now to ruin, and that's to how long it takes to get there. And Jeff Daniels says, well, okay, but what, what can we do to, to, to fix things? What can we do to help? He goes, no, there's nothing. I mean, you know, years ago we may have had a chance, but now there's nothing we can do. We're just, we're just spiraling towards the end. And Jeff Daniels says, okay, well, it, it is a Friday night. We want to give people a little bit of hope going into the weekend, so is there anything positive? that you could say and he says no no that's it's we're just done and it's really <laughs> funny because you know how deadpan he is how deadpan sure. he was as toby and but that's kind of how i feel sometimes that you know what there's there's circumstances and situations so certain times you like stories that you, hey we, we got to dig into this it's such a big hot button topic and there's some that's just you know what i just got to unplug from this for a long time and i, I you know it, it happened i get it i have my opinion of jack del rio i i either have his back on it or i don't and nothing's going to change that and you know we got the finals tonight. The Mets are playing the Angels tonight. We got a lot of stuff. You know, we got Aaron Judge. Remember, I picked Aaron Judge to win MVP this yeah, year. You, did. you know, we got we got lots of stuff. We got we got a controversy in quarterback with Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, which is really fun. And Aaron Rodgers is dating a woman who says I'm not a witch. Yeah. I mean, there's some really fun stuff going on tonight, Mike. As soon as you have to put that up, that's a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah, I mean yeah. the Jack Del Rio story as we as we talked about it. You know, you've got the the side and and word choice and verbiage that is obviously going to touch off a, a lot of response. 
Uh, the other side, sure. You know, you, you want to talk about investigations and and city for city going through the wreckage and trying to determine what all happened and who's responsible and how to make people responsible and, and figure out proper punishments. Sure, that's fine. But when it comes down to the NFL and NFL players or coaches, administrators that, that get into the political realm, I mean, and, and I guess veer off of, hey, we're in mini camps and what happened and these guys had a helmet on helmet and what's going on there and communication and all. Uh, as soon as you veer from that, then, then yes, yeah, certainly it, there's going to be eyebrows raised and, and people are, are going to uh, start looking at which side uh, they are, whether, like you said, back Del Rio or not. And certainly his Twitter account, he's been active there. So, you know, the apology read falsely, and we talked about that last night. So check that box. You wrote the apology. Folks that are, are either going to be happy with a $100,000 fine or they're not, right? Like all fines and all these types of stories, you know, it can't tell you how to feel about something. What I can say is they've decided, right, talent trumps trouble at times, and, and that wasn't egregious enough. And when we think about the, you know, the Washington commanders and the larger scheme, him saying that is, you know, very, very low uh, on the list of things they need to worry about uh, right now. And for Rivera, it was enough to just say, hey, he's been talked to and here's the fine. Like it or don't. If it then continues to impact the locker room, that's when it becomes an issue. That's when it becomes a bigger talking point for you and I, right? We started hearing reports, and I talked uh, extensively uh, when this broke about what Brian Mitchell had to say, right? He's in the a former player and, and now analyst, and, and he had some pretty strong words uh, about it all in terms of dysfunction in the locker room uh, and the lack of leadership, guidance, and discipline. And that was the word he probably used 10 times, discipline based on the personnel there. So when that becomes evident uh, and we get into the season and once again they're having trouble uh, getting off the field, you've got a number of ridiculous penalties and all those things, then yes, it becomes that much bigger a talking point. And, and suddenly, well, the talent doesn't trump anything else. So Jack Del Rio is suddenly exposed uh, and probably out of a job. But for now, as they're beginning the next run-up to 2022 – this wasn't enough uh, in the in the larger context. So you either are with him or not. And from a larger talking point, there's your $100,000. Move on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow. The quarterback controversy, we didn't know we needed today, but we got. And it's between Aaron Rodgers... And Derek Carr. This is not about Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend who does not identify as a witch. Which no, we'll that's, that's a hour. story for another that's, time. That's yeah, next yeah, yeah. hour. That's a few minutes from now. That's this is Devontae Adams who you know, played and became a great wide receiver uh, in the NFL with Aaron Rodgers. Some argue the best in the game. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's terrific, right? And he was asked uh, and comparing what it's like Aaron Rodgers and his new quarterback, Derek Carr. 
And as he said for Derek Carr, he said Derek Carr is very similar talent and ability to Aaron Rodgers. Um, wait, what? Well, um, I mean, that, that's his quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a five-time All-Pro, a Super Bowl champion, back-to-back NFL MVPs, and he's played in 21 playoff games. Derek Carr has played in one playoff game. Um, yeah, I know you want to say some nice things about your new quarterback, but come on, man. I mean, what, what, you know, I mean, just, just say, hey, Derek Carr is really good. I play. But when you sit here and say, say, even Derek Carr knows, well, yeah, okay, I don't know that he's telling the right, uh, you know, saying the right things about me here. I don't know that he really believes me. He's be, I don't know he's doing me any favors here. Uh, yeah, dude, come on, man. You can't sit here and tell me that there's a lot of similarity talent-wise and ability-wise with Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. He would have done it by now. Derek Carr is just a guy. You know, he's someone, he threw for a lot of yards last year. He completes high percentage of his passes, but he's just okay. There's a lot of guys that are like Derek Carr in the NFL. You can do well with Derek Carr and plenty of other guys. If you have great talent around him, yeah, you can succeed. Aaron Rodgers, there's not many guys as good as him in the NFL the past years. Maybe it's just Tom Brady, and maybe it's just Patrick Mahomes, and maybe that's it for the past decade plus. I mean, what are you, what are you really doing? You're not, do, you're not doing Carr any favors because he knows you're not being genuine. You say, oh, it's very, very similar to Aaron Rodgers. The Carr's got to be the one saying, dude, I know you said that about me. Thanks, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. We'll be fine. Well, I think to some degree it's the, you know, I'm going to sell for my guy, and Carr's got to appreciate that to a degree. It also does then take away any excuses, right? If you really wanted to go take your 1,000 or 2,000-word thought piece to the Las Vegas newspapers, blogs, and local radio, it'd just be like, all right, um, now let's really do the math on this, other than your, your guy being nice. But – Look, you're you're trying to make good with your old college teammate, and 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 show that you've got his back, and that's the easiest way to support him. It's like, oh, he's every bit as good as Aaron was, because you also get to throw a little bit of shade at Aaron at the time. Now, whether people want to believe you or not, that's great, because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, then, look at you, man! And obviously, um, for Aaron Rodgers, now we got beef, and I took that personally. <laughs> So it gives him another reason to be a chap-ass entering the season. Oh, we're going to get Aaron Rodgers on an iPad after games, aren't we now? He's going to be and, and after people. Oh, no, he's going to do exactly. He might have a volume podcast like Draymond before it's all said and <laughs> You know, just, just quick to just tell you about Derek Carr, okay? Just tell you how he's just another guy. You could point to and say, wow, look, he threw for 4,800 yards last year. He was great. Um, okay, let's, let's look at the guys, the quarterbacks, who threw for over 4,000 yards last year. Okay, because it's it's a it's a big list to be on with him, right? The yards he threw. It's Brady, Herbert, Stafford, Mahomes, Burrow, Prescott, Allen, Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Right? That's a who's who of guys throw four thousand yards, and he's on that list. Um, Derek Carr threw twenty three touchdowns. Twenty three. The next lowest guy on that list. 33 touchdowns. That's Kirk Cousins. Everybody else, 33, 34, 35, 37, 41, 38, 43. Um, yeah, there's a difference between Derek Carr and the top level of 10 guys in the NFL. 23 times. He's not dynamic. He's just kind of a guy, Mike Harmon. He's just kind of there. Yeah, but now he's got a guy to rely on, and if Waller's healthy, then you could argue maybe that goes up. Uh, it's a tough argument, but it's an argument that you can make. 
If I get all pros at all 10 positions on offense, I can be great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcast. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, covering the NBA Finals, NBA.com, longtime insider, reporter. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. It is Mark Medina who has already turned in his MVP ballot and has Steph Curry on it. Mark, congratulations. I'm sure a lot wow. of people are doing the same thing. Wow. Uh, I, I might need another week before I do this. But, uh, you know, if, the, the, if Steph continues to play this one and the Warriors win, yeah, uh, may as well just turn it in. It's just been unbelievable the way he's been playing. I mean, this is Steph Curry on steroids. It's, uh, it's just mind-boggling, to say the least. Well, I don't know that it matters. I don't know that it matters because uh, no one's having a great series on the Celtics. And, look, it was a narrative going in that Steph's never won and, boy, it would be great for it to win. And here he is, you know, leading the – you know, he's got the, he's got the team tied at two games apiece. Even if he has two monster games and they lose the rest of the way, I still think he's going to win. No, that's a fair point. Um, look, he could become the next Jerry West, right, the guy who's just brilliant even if they lose to the Celtics. But I think here – you know, the Warriors with this win really differentiated themselves because there was such a thin line between facing a 3-1 series deficit uh, and having everyone play like you-know-what versus tying the series, reclaiming home court, feeling good about themselves. And while I do think it's still a long series and the Celtics are certainly not out of this, I think if the Warriors had lost, they would have been out of this because it's just too much of a hole uh, to climb out of a 3-1 series lead and, and knowing there's so many question marks that the Warriors have faced so far this postseason. But, yeah, you know what? I think you make a good point that Steph would deserve a finals MVP even if they did lose. Mark, uh, a change of fortunes here in the fourth quarter. Steph with more juice than we've seen, right? The aggressiveness and then the offensive defenses substitution. Draymond and Jordan Poole, an interesting little push and pull. And though he didn't play well much of the night, Draymond with a bunch of big plays down the stretch to help seal the thing. Yeah, and on top of that, Clay Thompson uh, had a key defensive stop late in the game, forcing the Celtics out of bounds. A very gutsy and, I think, risky call for Warriors coach Steve Kerr to think about, uh, you know, benching Steph Curry just a few, just to steal a few minutes to open the fourth quarter. But the Warriors didn't wet the bed, and uh, it wound up working out. But look, all things point to Steph Curry just playing out of his mind. Um, I mean, I don't think I'm overstating this. This I think is the best performance that Steph Curry has ever shown in his entire career. That's saying a lot because you know, look, he's the best shooter of all time. 
He's set numerous shooting records. I think he's the best leader in today's MVP, uh, NBA. I think that he has emerged every season as an even better playmaker, and he's become an underrated defender. So when you put all those things in context and then say this is the best performance, um, it's saying a lot. And they needed every single basket and assist that he made because uh, this was a must-win for the Warriors. And uh, there weren't always things going their way. But the thing that was going their way was number 30 in the, in the Warriors uniform. You know, let me go back to something you just brought up about the uh, the way that Steve Kerr rested him in the fourth quarter. And I'll tell you, I don't know that he had a choice because what the Celtics had done great in the first three games is, okay, Steph, we're going to give you your points in the first three quarters. We're going to tire you out. We're going to chase you all over the floor. And in the fourth quarter, we're really going to clamp down. And look at what they did to the Warriors in the fourth quarter. Their, their point totals were very low, and Steph Curry couldn't find a way. Uh, this was a genius gamble by him, and it worked because, hey, 10 points for Steph in the fourth quarter when the Celtics have been able to shut him down, and they wind up tying the series of two games apiece. I mean, he rolled sevens that fourth quarter, Steve Kerr. I mean, I don't know that he had any choice but to try to do something different because he had seen this movie the first few games. Okay, Steph's going to go out there. He's going to be exhausted by the six-minute mark, and who knows if he's getting his shots. Uh, sitting him there those first three minutes, that really put the Celtics on, on edge, and Steph came in, and he, he had enough legs to get it done. Well, look, it's a results-oriented business, and Steve Kerr's decision wound up paying off. But I think, you know, the point that I was making is just, look, uh, you know, Andrew Wiggins wasn't finding his shot consistently, consistently, nor was Clay Thompson. Until the end of the game, Draymond Green was a liability mm-hmm. on offense. And so I think it, it, the larger point was, you know, the game could get ugly very quickly, even just in a matter of a few minutes. And by the time Steph Curry's back in the lineup, um, it's just too much of a deficit for even him to climb out of. But you know what? To the Warriors' credit, um, they held the fort down. They didn't make too many mistakes. And, you know, I think Steph came back in 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 the nine-minute mark, which is usually about a minute earlier than normal. Uh, So, yeah, all things worked out. But obviously when you roll the dice, there's always risk. Um, But when it comes to Steph, um, you know, he's able to always, you know, put – his teammates in a position to succeed as well as make the best of any coaching decision, whether it helps or hurt his game. I mean, that's how dialed in he was. And I think keep in mind guys that Steph was also not a hundred percent, you know, he was only a game removed where he was feeling some issues with his left foot. And he had talked about, you know, while there was never any question mark, whether he would play in game four, he can see the fact that he had to be icing it. He felt a lot of pain. It, was, it felt a little bit similar to when Marcus Smart dove into his left leg in the regular season. He wound up missing, I think, 11 regular season games before the playoffs started. So, yeah, this is Steph on steroids while not 100%. It's just astronomical, to say the least. Well, you know, tomorrow we commemorate the flu game. This could be the, hey, I came back from my foot game uh, for Steph Curry in one of his <laughs> finals. He's Mark Medina with us, NBA writer, NBA.com. Friend of the show, has been with us for years, NBA writer uh, in the past, USA Today, the Mercury News, etc. Now at NBA.com. Follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. The other genius move is putting him on the bench uh, to start things evidently really got Looney a little salty because he came out and played some inspired ball and laid his body on the line, Mark. 
Yeah, look, Steve Kerr made some gutsy decisions with benching Looney, benching Draymond Green uh, toward middle of the fourth quarter when Mm -hmm. things were tight. Now, he did put him back in the game, and Draymond redeemed himself with some really good passes, uh, some good defensive plays. But, look, Draymond was not happy. You know, he's an all-star caliber player, and this is a pivotal finals game. But I think to Steve Kerr's credit, you know, right now it's all about winning the game and just working with the best combinations and riding the players that are performing well. And I think to Draymond's credit, yes, surely upset and disappointed, but he was able to still be ready when he was thrown out there. It kind of reminds me of this stark contrast of this guy named Russell Westbrook this season where he was salty when he wasn't playing well and was getting benched in crunch time and then was given opportunities he continued to make mistakes. So I think that's the difference between him and someone like Draymond Green, who is always about taking accountability when he's playing either a good or a bad game. And look, he hasn't played well in this finals in two of the games uh, and most of tonight's game. But one thing that Draymond deserves credit is he knows how to take accountability and ownership and trying to course correct. And that's what you saw toward the end of tonight's game. NBA Insider, NBA.com, Mark Medina breaking down game four of the NBA Finals with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. All right, now let's go to the other side here because Jason Tatum, look, I I love the fact that he is getting other players involved. I think he's leading the the finals in assists, but he has shot horrendously in, in in the final so far, Mark, and he doesn't look like the same guy. He doesn't look like the same confident player. He's passing up shots uh, at the end. What are you seeing from Tatum that, that's turned him on a dime in, in these first four games here? Yeah, well, tonight he was passive. Uh, I think he was forcing shots. He was allowing the Warriors' defense to dictate things. And I think even when he wasn't shooting the ball in game one, he played much differently. I think to Jason Tatum's credit, in game one, he just adjusted his game and found ways to impact with getting 13 assists, getting the role players involved with getting open shots, allowing Jalen Brown to do his thing in isolation situations, particularly in crunch time. But here, I don't think that he was able to have an imprint on the game whatsoever. And I think that this illustrates as much as we've seen growth in Jason Tatum and that philosophically I think he's about the right things as far as his work habits uh you know his intentions and uh what he does with trying to address his weaknesses he's still not a superstar player he is an all-star caliber player don't get me wrong he is still I think 1a and 1b with Jalen Brown and they should be you know their long-term solution moving forward but uh, given where uh, Jason Tatum is, there's still a lot of room for him to grow. And I think for those that thought that, you know, he is now this young superstar, like we got to pump the brakes on that. He's not at that level yet. And obviously tonight's game illustrated that. All right. So Monday we will get game five and no weekend games, uh, the way the schedule has fallen. Uh, so this was the best of the games, even though it gave us another double-digit margin of victory. What do you expect to see uh, on Monday as we reconvene? Well, look, um, this is the NBA Finals. I thought it was going to be a seven-game series. These two teams are evenly matched. So it's anyone's up for grab. But I think, you know, not only did the Warriors avert disaster with avoiding being down 3-1, but they've reclaimed home court. 
I suspect that the home crowd's going to be even more amped up. And I think there's a dose of confidence that, hey, maybe this is the potential turning point for the Warriors to, you know, turn a corner, hit their foot on the accelerator, and then try to put the Celtics away for good. But, you know, I have to keep in mind, and everyone should keep in mind, that the Celtics have been very resilient during the regular season, in the postseason. They've had a very good track record of bouncing back from games. So, look, if I had to make a prediction, I think the Warriors win, but it's anyone's. I thought the Warriors would win game three. I was wrong. I thought the Warriors would win game one. I was wrong. Basically, I've been predicting (laughs) through this whole ordeal that they would continue to split each game. So, like, even though I'm wrong with two of them, it's all with the guys of what happened the previous game. So, yeah, it's a seven-game series, so flip a coin on who wins. I don't think moving forward anyone's going to go on a winning streak. So, we'll see what happens. Well, look, and and if if Steph Curry is out of this world right now, the only other guy nearing that kind of level is Scott Foster. You don't know what impact he could have on the last three games. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there was some interesting uh, times today where Steph Curry, I think if there were no witnesses earlier in the game, he would have chucked his mouthpiece at the uh, the Menden Stripes. I mean, he was getting very irritated that whether it was – from three or driving to the basket, he's just getting mauled, and there is no whistle at all. So we'll we'll, we'll see on that front. Well, he got a couple of phantom ones down the stretch. Oh, so uh, he got, he got two it? push-offs on that last drive <laughs> that they sent him to the free-throw line on. It was like, okay, nobody can complain now because uh, those were two calls, the one on Jalen Brown in the backcourt and then, and then the one on Horford that he wound up going to the free-throw line on. It was the biggest play of the game. It's like, okay, so now, all right, quid pro quo for the last three quarters, I guess. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the documentary in a few years, making the comparisons between uh, the Byron Russell and MJ push-off to this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina, NBA.com insider covering the finals. Mark, as always, we appreciate your time with us. Uh, enjoy, the re- enjoy the open weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday. All right, appreciate you guys. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.